You are now listening to High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff too. Now let's join our hosts, Q and J, as they broadcast live from the writer's room. The show starts in one... Okay. Alright. So, anyway, next time I will make sure that I actually... So wait, before we get started, did you see my name for this episode? Uh-uh. I loved this. Oh, no, no, no. I did see it. Yeah, it was the, uh, Winter... The Dark Winter Guardians of the Infinity Codpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. That was really funny. Because it, it, it has, like, everything and then codpiece. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Penis Penises. Because nuts and stuff. I hope people like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was funny. I think it's real good. So, um... All right, so this is the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. High five! High five! Woo! Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. All right, and we're back. Pew pew! Pew pew! Is that a That's superhero a Star sound? Wars thing, you asshole? <laughs> this, pew, is, pew. this is Marvel episode. This is our You're Marvel wearing episode. the Marvel shirt. I am. We've got Deadpool and Ant Man on the table in pop vinyl. I have Venom and Iron Man on my nipples. Yeah, you do. And it feels weird. I great. always have Venom on my nipples. <laughs> I know, it tastes weird. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Ass. Stop doing that. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, man. So, uh, we decided to get together and talk about. Marvel. Well, because we've got Captain America Civil Wars coming out. Yeah, and we are a gigantic fan of anyone who heard our other stuff too episode mm-hmm. knows we're a gigantic fan of Marvel. So obviously we have to have a top five Marvel movie coming out with Civil War. Now, sadly, oh. I'm not important <laughs> enough to have oh. seen Civil War yet. Neither one of us are. So, so it cannot be on my list. Hold on. I'm going to put so, this out, out there, though. Uh, Marvel execs can fix this problem. They can. They can reach out, pluck us out of the doldrums that is everyday normal podcaster life and elevate us to that untouchable echelon of media awesomeness. I want them to come to my house and hold a boombox playing Lionel Richie's Hello. <laughs> Hello? Oh. It's Marvel at your door. <laughs> is it me you're looking for? I'll be like, yes, it is. It is. Yeah, and also tickets. tickets to Civil War. So, But hold on, I've got to pee first. Alright, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'll be right back. Actually, if you guys could just set it up in my living room, that would be great. There's a baby in there. Just keep it alive. Yeah. I'll be back in a That's few. Cool. I'm going to go see the movie. Would you actually mind staying here <laughs> yeah. and hanging out? Can you stay? Do you have like a time limit, Marvel? Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so we, um, speaking of that, though, on a complete side note, but in regards to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, are, uh, we're pretty big deals right now. I don't know if you know this. We are Because, uh, the new Spider-Man movie started following our Instagram. And by that one, you mean Spider-Man Homecoming, that's which the they one. just titled. That's the one. Very excited that's to hear one. about that. And you know who else they're following? Um, probably... Like I don't know, Stan Lee maybe. Yeah, like him and like that Tom Holland kid. Tom yeah. and like you know Robert Downey Jr. And, Which you know. also not on my list, but can I talk? I'm happy about the Tom Holland casting for that movie. I'm yeah. I, I'm very happy they finally cast a teenager. Yeah, for that role. You can talk about it, but first I'm gonna say thanks. Thanks to Marvel and Spider-Man the movie for following us yeah. because you know what we're gonna 
just post the shit and we, out of that stuff. We love you as much as you love us. Yeah, we do. That is well, for sure. you might love us a little bit more. You should. Because we're fucking awesome. Big deal. <laughs> fucking awesome. But now you tell me why you love Tom Holland casting as Spider-Man. I think it's fantastic that they finally... Well, I'm hoping he's sarcastic enough, but they finally capture the essence of a true teenager. Well, that's because he's like role. 11 years old. I know. Right? Like, I think he had his 10th birthday party like three weeks ago with, with Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. He presented him with an Iron Man hand. It was on the internet. It was and like hookers. a Make-A-Wish thing. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> that's a different Robert Downey Jr. party. Oh, that's That's right. an 80s Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that's party. Right. He's that's right. Totally... That's when Rob Lowe was around. Well, I didn't say there were drugs. I'm just saying hookers. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but I think it'll be good. I don't know, but the movie's gonna be good. But I love John Francis Daly. Yep. Wait, is that right? Nope. <laughs> John Daly Francis. What's his yeah. fucking name? Who, who are we talking? The writer. About? The uh, kid from Freaks and Geeks. Who's writing Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh yeah, John John Francis, Francis? Daly. Okay, I got it right. So Marvel. <laughs> no, we have a top <laughs> five Marvel list. Yeah. And can I say this one was really hard for <laughs> <No>. me? <laughs> this episode was really hard to get a list for because yeah. we've got to talk about you know. The top five Marvel movies, which luckily you and I discussed it, and we can we tell the fucking trucks to stop driving by Stan Lee in his writers' room. Stan Lee in his that sounded like a shield helicarrier outside. It was our neighbors have no (laughs) audiences. I apologize. Oh. For fuck's sake! (laughs) For Thor farts! For Thor farts' sake! Uh, Yes. So we're gonna get back into our episode. And here we go. (laughs) So, top five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. But we did have have to narrow it down. You know, MCU because when you if you say top five Marvel movies, then you're thinking you know the Howard the Duck, Howard the Duck, the original Captain America from the nineties, Swamp Thing, Blade. So there's a big. (laughs) So there's a big expanse there. So. For this conversation, we narrowed it to Phase 1 and Phase 2 of the MCU as we know it. Because we didn't want to do Civil War a disservice if it is, like they're saying it is, the The greatest Marvel movie ever ever made. It's like a spaghetti sandwich on top of a pizza with mayonnaise. And tacos. That's the grossest thing. That sounded gross. That's awful. I was on it until the mayonnaise. I don't even know why I I said that. Chipotle mayonnaise. Mm. Boom, that fixes it. Now back it's delicious. In. Now we're back in. We're back in. You just full circle. Full circle. Full circle. So, um, so Time is a flat that, circle. <laughs> that to be said, uh, that means we can come back down the road and do cinematic uh, phase three, phase mm-hmm. four, phase five, phase 12, because we know we're, they're going to get there. We're going to get there. They're it's, never it's stopping gonna this. Right. It's going to be great. Uh, Every Britain movies are getting made. Right. <laughs> you have all like the weird side <laughs> characters. Squirrel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like Squirrel Girl, isn't it? Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah, Squirrel Girl is a is one of the yeah. Totally is a Marvel. I was, te- it's I, was, like, I was testing you. You idiot. I knew it. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun in this episode. It's gonna be great. <laughs> so, As a comic book nerd, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. So I say that we uh, we don't wait any longer. We don't draw it out, and we just get right to it. Get so right. In. I want to hear your five through three of your top cin- Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. You've got it. And, you know, most of the time I would have honorable mentions, but for this one, we're sticking in the top five because that's all I want to talk about. So number five is one that I have not only a personal connection to and really love, but one that we have a connection to, and it is Ant-Man. And I know before you say it, you're like, oh, it might be phase three. Technically, it's the end of phase two. 
So it counts. Okay. And it's one of my favorites. That's fair. And we got to Did see you an fact early check yourself of before that. Angry Nerds message us and they're like, you're full no, no, of shit, I, I high fact, five. I fact checked it. All right, good. So it's technically, cool. it's kind of on the fence, but it's technically the end of phase two. Nice. So. Ant-Man. We saw the, an early screening of this we one did. together, which was a fantastic experience. Um, you know, well done by Peyton Reed, totally. I've got to say, after taking the helm from Edgar Wright, who's one of my favorite directors ever. And I love being able to pick out the scenes where you're like, no, that's an Edgar Wright scene. You're like, oh, that's a Peyton Wright. That's a Peyton Reed scene. Yeah. And it's, it was so well done. But then I loved that it was a bit left of center. You know, it was sort of a heist movie. Yeah. That, that was a real big It had more of. in common with Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. than it did with the previous Marvel films. And I really enjoyed that. And I liked the little glimpses of, you know, the Avengers facility that we got. But I also thought it was a really smart choice for the writers and the directors to not go the Hank Pym route. Yeah, oh, as the Scott Lang instead. Right, because Hank Pym, while the quintessential Ant-Man and extremely popular and beneficial in the comics, he's, you know, the actual one that's in the Avengers right. and teams up with Tony Stark and... Um, but they already have that character in the films. They have that camaraderie between Banner and and Robert Downey Jr. And so to introduce another light character would be too many. So to, to sidestep Hank Pym, make him a, a legacy character, right. and then have Paul Rudd, who was just perfect yep. for it. I It took a, a character that I literally didn't give too many shits about right. before growing up. I mean, Ant-Man is kind of like, oh, whatever. And it made a film that I was thrill yeah. to watch. He was just like the tiniest thought in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. It was an Ant-Man joke. It was like a... Yeah. <laughs> it was because small. Yeah, because things small are thing. small. Small things <laughs> are ah, hilarious. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> Ooh, my gut hurts. Hold All on. right. Hold on. My gut is stinging. <laughs> it it's does stinging. it from yeah. how hilarious that how was funny from you the are. inside chortle that he just gave. So that's number five. I like it. Thank you. Number four. <laughs> You're welcome. That was an odd pause. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it You're welcome. <laughs> Number four. Uh-huh. The original Iron Man. Yeah. I think this one has to be on one of the, a top five list of this type for many reasons. But one, because it basically launched the MCU. Before this, there were a lot of desperate comic book movies with the Spider-Mans and the X-Mens, but they were self-contained experiences or franchises. Yeah. This one, Favreau came in and introduced characters where you're like, oh, he's going to be War Machine, or she's going to be this. Right. And then introduced with Samuel L. Jackson yeah, at the and end. With, and with, uh, who was the, um, what was the name of the actor uh, that played Rhodey in the first one? Oh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard. So they introduced him and were like, he's going to be Don Cheadle. (laughs) (laughs) Up top. Woo! High five. That was awesome. All right, thank you. Yeah, that was great. I was making up for my Ant-Man joke. No, it was fantastic. (laughs) No, I love that. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so this one for me was great. It relaunched Robert Downey Jr. for me. Uh I mean, obviously, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which came before it was, is is a favorite. Is, Is a favorite. But this one is just as favorite. It is fantastic. It is excellent. Yes. Also it is fantastic. And, um, you know, it wasn't the first Marvel movie, but I think it was one of the first Marvel movies that truly did it right by the comics. Oh, is yeah. what I'll say. Because while I think you have movies like Spider-Man 2, which would have been on this list had it been the Marvel Expanse instead of just the MCU. Yeah. Um, you have movies like that that are fantastic and well and honor the comics. But one of the things about the comic series that no movie had really even attempted to capture was 
the universe idea of it. Like comics can characters can World bounce building. from one string to another and they can exist in different dimensions and and every comic has its own runs, but they all exist together in a unified universe. In a unified universe. Then that had never really been attempted in film. And right. so for um you know, I know it wasn't all Favreau, but for right. him to come in with that Iron Man movie and do that off the bat, I'm gonna was give brilliant. I'm gonna give credit to, uh, and I know I'm gonna butcher his name here, but I think it's Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. So yeah, Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah, you have to say it with like an Italian slant. So it's like, Kevin Feige. <laughs> I'm not even gonna attempt that. Yeah. I think it's more like Kevin Feige. It's like they like the color phage. Phage. That's very phage. Yeah. But I'm gonna give that guy credit. Yes. Because I feel like he's kind of become the godfather. I mean, he is the head of right. Mar- of Marvel Studios uh side of, you know, the filmmaking yeah. stuff. But he has had an incredible impact. Although I do think he might have been involved with Edgar Wright's leaving Ant Man, which is my number five choice. So anyway, whatever. Don't care. He's fantastic. He's great. They're doing great things over there. That's, That's my number four. Iron Man started it all. I love it. Number three. This one was hard to put at three because it's it is it's such an amazing one. But Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought what James Gunn was able to do with Guardians of the Galaxy is taking a Marvel property in the MCU that has almost zero connection to anything that's happened whatsoever, right? And creating a, a world that was easy to get involved with, um, casted perfectly, probably Vin Diesel's best role to date, um, and then it set up Infinity Wars. But also just the intergalactic communities that it kind of introduced the world to was like, yeah, there's a lot of shit going off, going around on Earth, and right. you know, um, you got Chris Evans and his shield, and it's neat. But there's this whole other world out there that's about to, they're about to collide. Right. And I love, and just the the music in it, I thought was perfect. I thought Chris Pratt elevated it to another level that it probably wouldn't have gotten to without his performance there. I can agree with that. It was just, it was is. Hard to not put it two or one, but number three, it rests solidly. I think that's totally fair. I really do. Uh, I agree with all your points on that, and uh, I don't think there's much else to be said. So I think right. we get to that's my, my that's my five four three. My five four three. Let's see. Let's hear my yours. turn. I get to go two. I also have good things. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <clears throat> so, getting to my five four and three. Uh, I'm going to lead us off at number five with Iron Man 3. Ooh, okay. That's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to hear that's in your top yep. five. That one wasn't considered that thrilling, that you know great. What? Fuck all of them. Yeah. Because I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. That was another one I was lucky enough to catch an advanced screening of mm-hmm. before all of the you know hype and buzz got you know rolling. Right. Um, and I loved it. First off, directed by Shane Black, who is awesome. I, I'm with you on that. I love I love Mr. Black. He's awesome. He did Kiss Kiss Gang Bang Bang. Right. Kiss Kiss Gang Bang. I think that's the wrong one. That you <laughs> that's the parody version that's that they did. <laughs> if there's not a parody version of Kiss Kiss, kiss, kiss Bang Bang of Kiss Kiss Gang Bang, <laughs> then Someone at you porn studios <laughs> needs to get on that get on immediately. Now. Hold on. Hashtag, hashtag kiss kiss gangbang. Yep. Hashtag kiss kiss I'm gangbang. I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> but yes, he directed that, but he's also directing the new one, The Nice Guys. Yep. With it Russell Crowe awesome. and Ryan. Have you seen all the viral marketing they're doing with like, the therapy sessions? Yeah. Brilliant. Hilarious. Love some Shane Black. Okay. He's awesome. And also, since you mentioned that, he's also involved with the new Predator movie. Okay. Which is weird because he was in the first Predator movie. 
Really? Was yeah. he Predator? No. He was one of the soldiers that uh, that was running around. He Shane was, Black is an actor. He was the black guy with the really to, big eyes? No. And the machine guns? That's, no, that's just a black guy, not Shane Black. <laughs> Hashtag just a black guy. <laughs> that's going to get us arrested. <laughs> stop it. Okay, stop it. That's a bad cue. <laughs> you can't, a bad cue. You can't stop it. Oh. All right, so... <laughs> okay, so he's the black guy from he's Mr. Black from yes. uh, from Predator yes. Dogs. And so Predator Dogs. Since then he said he wanted to write a Predator movie ever since being in the movie. And That's so awesome. now he is writing and directing the next Predator movie. Okay. Yeah. Is Topher Grace in it again? Probably. I hope so. Uh, so. Okay, number five. I like it. Yeah, number five. Iron Man 3. I thought it was awesome. I thought Ben Kingsley as the Mandarin, but not really so the Mandarin. So you liked the Mandarin I twist. loved that. Because that's because, way different from the comics. Because here's the... Oh, I know. But mm-hmm. uh, let's be honest. Half of the stuff Marvel does is way different than the comics. Valid point. You know what I mean? Age of Ultron. Tony Stark. <laughs> speaking of Hank not Pym... five. Speaking mm-hmm. of Hank Pym... Yeah. He, he created, created Ultron, Ultron with. So, I mean. It's like we're on a first date. Hank Pym created Ultron, Ultron with, with Tony Stark! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. But that's exactly what my so point is, is. It's so it's so different. What first date were we on? Like it's like a nerd speed every, dating convention. Every date is our first date. It's like every five minutes at the table is like, tell me your favorite Avenger and why. Exactly. It's like a nerd speed like, dating convention. In unison, they play they play the Imperial Death March when the last couple minutes are coming up. Dun 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 dun. Move your ass to the next. Tell me your favorite Avenger and why. So, yeah. So, I loved that casting. And let me get into it just for a hot second. I liked the idea, because here's the deal. In today's times, you can't do the Mandarin. It can't be done. It is too racially insensitive to be done properly. That's a valid point. And there's a lot of comics that, that I mean, you can't recreate It doesn't, tra- the it doesn't translate. Yeah. It is what it is. It's like those old Looney Tunes cartoons that were horribly <laughs> racist that you can only get. Like, they didn't disavow them, but they're like, here's an R-rated DVD set that you can watch. And we're just going to go ahead and tell you up front that it is super racist. <laughs> just like, don't do anything. Right. Don't show this to your kids. This is just for posterity's sake that we're saving this. Um but that's what I feel like the Mandarin is. It's a holdover from a different age that can't be really translated anymore. So I feel like they they hit, to use a, a Lucas term, a really good MacGuffin yeah. in the idea of making that character not to be exactly what it seemed. Right. I feel like that's a very... It was a good switch, I'll it, be honest. It was a good switch. And I, um, so I loved that. And I feel like that's where that movie caught most of its flack. I feel like people would have been on board with the even the super-powered Pepper Potts <laughs> at the end. I feel like most people were on board with everything, but people, and especially, you know, comic book nerds. Hold on, we have to pause. I like the fact that I was impersonating a nerd, like pushing up his glasses, by pushing up my actual glasses, right. and we're here talking about comic books. Exactly. So that's not really fair yeah. to everyone that's listening, because... <laughs> I am really like I am a nerd. But I will say this thing, this about Shane Black, is he has an unbelievable ability to do a buddy movie well. Mm-hmm. You know, Kiss Kiss Gang Bang was definitely kiss, a buddy kiss, movie. Kiss Kiss Gang Bang was awesome. And Hashtag Kiss Kiss Gang Bang. Then Nice Guys is going to be a buddy yep. movie. And essentially... Iron Man 3 with Robert Downey Jr. and that kid in the shed, which sounds like a, that's a weird sentence to say. But I'd even say to a certain extent Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. But Don they de- was... definitely have that companionship and that buddy chemistry. For sure. 
Hey, and um, I don't know if a lot of people will know this, but we're broadcasting, or we record in Tennessee, and part of that movie took place in Tennessee. That is right. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, it did. Because you disavowed that movie for whatever reason. Uh, I don't like when they did with the Mandarin. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's my number five. Okay. Number five, Iron Man 3, Mandarin and all. So, moving on to number four. My number four, Guardians of the Yeah, Galaxy. hell yeah. That is an awesome movie. We also went to see that movie Yeah, together. we did. And it was great. We laughed. We cried. We held each other. It was a good film. I remember the moment. The moment. <laughs> the I remember the moment <laughs> that I was sitting in a theater and Chris Pratt put on those headphones, the old 80s headphones, and clicked play. And then the Guardians popped up with yep. like that old, old ass song. Come playing. and get your love. <laughs> and then he started dancing and around. He grabbed one of the rat things and started singing with it. And I was like, I'm going to like this movie. Right then, yep. I knew I was going to like that yep. movie. Sold. You were yeah. in for the Chris Pratt led ride. I that came for the Nathan Fillion. I stayed for the Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It is a good. Flick, it's it was totally different. It turned a corner for Marvel, I think. Um, it did something different. Anytime that they had approached anything outside of Earthbound superheroes, mm-hmm. uh, Thor, they had taken this really weird, like super serious kind of turn with it. Yes. And so that was kind of part, <clears throat> and I'll go ahead and put it now. Thor will nary be found on my list. Nor, nor Thor <laughs> on mine. Uh, because. That movie, it was a weird thing. Like it, I feel like both of it and its sequel took itself way too seriously. Well, any comic book movie that takes itself and, – and let's step out of this and All talk right. theory for a second. But any comic book movie, in my opinion, that takes itself too seriously falls into that trap. That's one of the reasons I think the DC ones don't do as well is they try to take themselves more seriously and paint themselves in a more serious tone. Now, DC Comics do have that – that genre in them, and they have that element to them, but they are very, they're much more whimsical to on speak, page. To speak on DC, <clears throat> DC does have a more, like, earthbound kind of feel to it. It feels more, and I hate to use this term in regards to comic book, but more real world, mm-hmm. um, in that these people deal with a lot more real world problems. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see when someone <laughs> starved to death in a DC movie, but if that happened in a Marvel movie, I'd be like... Whoa, yeah. Like, whoa, Marvel went dark. And especially with the way that, you know, Stan Lee and, and, and Jim, and they built, the way they built Marvel was yeah. it has that element of whimsy. It has that element of fun. And any movie that doesn't include that just falls by the wayside. You mentioned the Thor movie. I think that's a good example. I also think you could go back to Spider-Man 3 yeah. and that scene, like the goth emo scene yeah. that – it was almost trying too hard to be funny and taking its funny way too seriously. Yeah. That it took its <laughs> funny serious. It did. It did too serious, yeah. and it, that doesn't have that place in that film. And that and there's a whole we could do a whole episode on that yeah. scene alone. But any time that they try to take themselves too seriously, that's when you pull it out. I honestly think that was one of the big problems with the Fantastic Four movies, the original ones yeah. that got made by Fox. Yeah, because they well. I don't know that anybody would accuse those of being too serious. No, but, but they took themselves yes, they too took, serious. They took the idea of what they were doing too seriously. To to bring us back to Marvel, yes. I'm going to posit that that's actually also why the, the Ed Norton Hulk movie didn't work. Yeah. Is while a really good Hulk movie on it its was. own. It and, was. And people need to 
go back and watch that movie again. It's a it's probably just about the best until we see Marvel bring something out. It's the best version of the Hulk I think you're gonna get. I agree. Um, in a standalone format. Um, is a really well done movie, but it was a uber serious movie dealing with an uber tormented Bruce Banner, right? Not knowing if he wanted to live with himself as the Hulk, and I feel like audiences just didn't take to that yeah. at the time. With the Hulk, you see this big green guy, and he's like, "Oh, I want to see him smash stuff," and you're like, "I don't want to see him contemplate suicide." You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Hulk smash, <laughs> Hulk, <sad>. yeah, Hulk depressed. <laughs> Hulk Xanax. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it didn't work, and I think Marvel when they they did um, Iron Man, and then they hit that, and then they were like, "Well, okay, let's try this again." And then I think they went too far the other way with Iron Man Two, where they were like, <laughs> which like, also bink! right, which is also not going to be on my list. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, yeah that's my... like click and clown cakes each other. So Guardians of the what? Galaxy, I feel like was their their first time that they actually got doing something otherworldly correct. Right. In that it was fun, it was colorful, it was exciting. And I also think that one thing that Marvel has done well, and this will be a little bit of outside, outside of the list because it will encompass a lot of, but is they're being very smart with their direction choices. And that's one of the things that I think is helping to establish them. So starting with Jon Favreau, who, you know, is like Zathura to his name, but Elf, you know, very whimsy, very funny. Uh, Jon Favreau is known for being funny. Um, you know, and then bringing in people like Joss Wheaton and then the uh, the Russo brothers and James Ugh. Gunn, you know, bring, bringing in all those amazing directors and having people that have experience with comedy movies and whimsy and fun and then trusting them with enough budget to make good action sequences, I think that was one of the smartest things they could have done. I absolutely, absolutely agree. For sure. Okay, so, so great number four. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three, The Avengers. Ooh, good. Lower than I think Lower than I, might, than I might think, think. Would, would, most people would have And guessed. I'm going to say why. Okay. <clears throat> I love Joss Whedon. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I don't feel as much fanboy love for the Avengers as I think a lot of other people do. Um, a lot of people got behind it because they're like, it's Joss Whedon doing a comic book movie. Oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> Nerdgasm! Um, I don't think it's a great movie per se. I feel like it has a lot of holes and a lot of things that um, don't really make sense. Character motivations, some like, weird stuff. The reason it ranks so high on my list is because never in my wildest childhood dreams did I ever think that I would get to see all of these heroes on screen together. Yeah. And so just to see the first movie that able was able to pull it off and not be a bad movie. Yeah. It was a it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, it was a good movie. It's on the number 3 spot, but it's I don't feel like it was Marvel's strongest movie, but I think what really clinches the spot for me is the fact that you got to see, well, I'll just take it straight to the trailer, that shot that they use the most of just the camera spinning, spinning around, around, all of them ready to join in the fight. That That's, I got goosebumps yeah, watching that. That's one of the most goosebump-inducing moments in any Marvel series or any Marvel movie. I mean, I think that element alone... 
solidifies it somewhere on this list yep. just for everybody because that moment was so big, so unheard of. That's a big feat. Yeah. And that that was the culmination of what Marvel and Kevin Feige had been working towards since Iron Man. Yeah. Like we don't, and so definitely a solid number three. I loved that, you know, you got some characters in there, Hawkeye was yeah. now in a movie. Now, granted, he wasn't in that movie very much. <laughs> uh, Black Widow was in that movie. Um, not very much. But um, I feel like she still got some a lot more screen right. time than you'd seen her. Um, but you also got the Hulk back. You got yeah. Ruffalo and it, Hulk. And the, the feat that they pulled off with having a third iteration of an actor playing Hulk and to make it so natural in that world yeah. was a feat unto itself. Absolutely. A Hulkarian feat, if and, you will. And I'm going to say they did something weird in that that worked in the sense that um, from the trailers that I've seen now featuring General Thunderbolt Ross for Civil War as portrayed by John Hurt. Right. John Hurt? No. No. It's, it is a William Hurt. Yeah. Sorry. There we go. William that Hurt. Hurt. They did. But <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but as portrayed by William Hurt means to me that they're not disavowing that Hulk movie. Right. So that's the first time that I've seen them actually recast the lead <laughs> of a character. And keep it in the same universe. And keep it in the same universe. And they're not, they're not trying to be like, oh, that was a movie that never happened. <laughs> It'd be like if in the, if in the next movie, like uh, in... Spider-Man Homecoming, which is going to be fantastic, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. I love them. Uh, but if they, like, cast Tony Stark and it's Sean William Scott, yeah. he's like, hey, I'm but Tony they, Stark. But totally like, that's totally fine. Like, we're not even going to talk about it. Like, yeah, he just is. And he's like, come on, War Machine, let's go get some babes. Do you remember that time in back in Iron Man 3 when we did those things with the Mandarin that I, like I was totally present for? <laughs> I love the references. <laughs> Iron Man 3? Yeah. Like, like, come on, War Machine. Remember in Iron Man 2 when me and Gwyneth, I mean Pepper Potts, and we were all hanging out and we were like pissing off the balcony in that yeah. college party? Because that was me, Sean William Scott, <laughs> Tony Stark, this whole time. <laughs> right. Which actually may work because he's another triple name actor. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's why yeah, I picked him. That was perfect. Yeah. Oh. It was on Not purpose. because he was stiffler. I just thought and thought he had the range. I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was funnier when you just picked it randomly. <laughs> I did. Just, <laughs> I did that, just pick him randomly. The fact that you put that much thought into it ruins it for me. So, <laughs> so um, um, but yeah. So really good movie. Avengers, awesome. You got to see uh, Samuel Jackson for longer than two seconds at the right. at the end of. Uh, Iron Man, going, yeah. Tony, we have a, the Avengers initiative we'd like to talk to you about. And then they Actually, handed out like, Tony! <laughs> then they handed out, like, just Kleenex to all the nerds and the hunters. Right, everybody's like, like We saw a helicarrier, we saw a shield, we saw Coulson do more than just, you know, also show up and, and ominously talk on the yeah. cell phone. It was, it was... Sir, we have an operation. It was... <laughs> it earned its place for what it brought to the table. Not necessarily the execution of the movie, but for all of its moving parts and not being a huge just mess, I love it. Awesome. Love so, your three. That's our that's my five to three. Why don't you remind me of yours, please, sir? Ant Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy Man. Nice. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Man. It <laughs> reminds me of that scene in Deadpool when he's like Captain Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, no. No, 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 just no, no, just no. Just that's funny because there actually was a Captain Deadpool. 
Was there? Yeah, there's an iteration of Deadpool. You're schooling me now. No, yeah, of course. You know how much I love Deadpool. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's an iteration of of Deadpool in the comics called Captain Deadpool, and it's like a huge failure. I like that. That's really funny. Um, All right, so my five through three, I've got Iron Man. Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy. And Guardians of the Galaxy Quest. And with starring Tim Allen and Tim Chris Allen. Uh, and the Avengers. So I think we're both off to a good start. I'm if those are your top three, I'm actually excited to see. Well, they're not my your top, top three. Two. I mean, if those are your five through three, I'm excited to see what's on your your top one and two. You can suck a bag of dicks for all I care. Let's go to commercials. God damn it, commercials. Hey motherfuckers, it's at that Kevin Smith, and you know I've got a new movie coming your way. The studios don't want you to see it, but I do, and it's all about oatmeal. I fucking love oatmeal. Snoochy bitches. It's got it's got fucking Jay and Silent Bob. Me, Silent Bob. This guy fucking Jay. Snoochy bitches in my penis holes. He loves fucking oatmeal too. So we know what we're gonna I talk about. I stick my penis in oatmeal. Oatmeal all up inside of you. This is Quaker State, a new film by me, at that Kevin Smith. You can find me on Twitter or hanging out in podcasts or, you know, whatever the fuck ever. Just basically telling the system to go fuck itself. I take a dump in bowls and call it oatmeal. Shut the fuck up, Jason Hughes. Do you know how long I've drugged your ass through all these fucking movies? You just show up and say snoochie poochies when I tell you to. Say it. Snoochie poochies. That's right. Also, all of you people who need to come out and see Quaker State, a new film by me. You've seen Red State, now see fucking Oatmeal, and then, I don't know, the next one I might make about fucking Nick Cage's face gets a life of its own and, and becomes Jesus Christ. I don't know. All of my weird, all of my movies are getting real fucking weird, and nobody gives a shit about them anyway. But you know what? I do, and my podcast listeners do, so come out and see Quaker State, a new film by me, at that Kevin Smith, and Jason Mewes. Say it, motherfucker. Down to Gollum and Smeagol's Knife and Pillow Emporium. I'm Gollum and I'm Smeagol, and we sell knives and pillows and it's our emporium. Listen to this customer's testimony. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they sell there, but uh, my friend has got out. Get says out says. Since so you wanted me to stop talking, and you said, let's I'm go I'm extremely happy, because those are my favorite sponsors, and we're being extremely aggressive. I know. I just wanted to start it off in that way. Just this real, hey, like, hey, angry. Hey, Ant-Man, your emotions. Ant-Man, your emotions. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Ant-Man, your emotions. And people can't see it, but you're giving Ant- me, like, the squish fingers. Ant-Man, your feelings. Yeah, you're, like, making it smaller. Ant-Man, that anger. I think you were doing it to my head. Oh, like, I'm that's why I have your, my eyes closed. I'm going to squeeze your I'm head. squeezing like your head like a grape. style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> squeeze your head. Squeeze your head. Okay, uh, so where are we? Oh, right. We're we just did uh, some Marvel stuff. Yep. We're going to talk about some more Marvel back stuff. back in Marvel at the top two. Now... This is the top two, just to re-clarify. Top two of cinematic phase one and, and two. two. This is not including phase three, of which we haven't seen anything for. Right. Right? Right. Which starts with Civil War? About. 
Should. Which I am about <laughs> to jizz in my pants over. I already I have jizz seen... in your pants over. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. They felt sticky. Yeah. They felt yeah. sticky. It's not sticky. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that got real intense. <laughs> All um, right, number two. Yeah. Do you want me to go for my number two? I do, please. Okay. My number two, the Avengers. All right. So similar to yeah. use, uh, to uses, <laughs> to me's, to use guys. To all three of hey, me's. Hey, use guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're. That's how to... I entered like the Avengers headquarters. No, no, no. Like I totally, I totally got it. You were referring to me, B. Arthur, and Nick Cage. Right. Yeah. Use got guys. It. Use guys. As, and Stanley, who's here, right, as a cameo, <laughs> as his cameo. Yeah. Hey, Stan. Hey, Stan's cameo. <laughs> It's not even really even a Hashtag Stan Cameo. <laughs> Stan Cameo. <laughs> Stamio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's Hashtag so funny, but Stamio. that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, great. Hashtag um, Stamio. But anyway, I love the Avengers. Uh, as you know, I, I'm a Josh Wheaton fan. Um, but one of the things that I loved about the Avengers is, and I won't rehash a lot of the points that you made, but I thought it was brilliant as it was one of – I can't think of another film franchise or – or cinematic universe that's done this, but it's a built-to movie. So there was a yeah. standalone Iron Man movie. There's a standalone Captain America movie. There's a standalone um, Ang Lee Hulk movie. There's a standalone uh, other person Hulk movie. There's a standalone <laughs> <laughs> all these movies. I think and it was Louis Leterrier. Louis <laughs> 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 Who also did the Kevin Fagatitady? <laughs> Who also did the fantastic? Uh, now you see me. <laughs> yeah, and now you see me too. Right. Now no, you he, see me he again. Did the sequel. Now you see me again. Yeah. Um, also starring Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. But the Avengers. I love that it was a built-to movie. Um, you know, they kind of changed the landscape of what people thought movies could do. You know, in, in my wildest dreams, and you would have thought like, oh, a Freddy versus a Jason or a Predator versus an alien was the best you're going to get. It's like, oh, movie franchises that interweave and talk to each other. Like Last Action Hero is probably the closest we ever would have gotten to something like that. But let's like also this. be honest. It was in all of those franchises that you just mentioned, 100% shoehorned. Those were yeah. never planned. Right. Ahead exa of time. Exactly. So it was always like. I mean, I guess we could try and make up a reason that uh, Alien and Predator are going to be together. <laughs> like, it was always... They're in this weird love triangle. But this this felt... Earned. Earned. Yeah. Because it was. Yeah. And while you, you know, you pointed out that there are definite um, plot holes, which is this true, um, you know, I think Joss Whedon did a fantastic job with what was... Un uncharted waters, if you will. But you know now. But now it's being a model that's being followed by everybody. You know, DC's doing it. Hasbro's doing it. Um, Netflix is doing it. You know, it's it's being adopted at such a rate because it is so smart. And so that's why it has to, for me, be in the top two of this. Can it, I? Can that I, Avengers just earns that spot? I want to kind of retract some of the hate that I think I might have put out there for Joss Whedon. I love. Joss Whedon. I think I said that right yeah, before I. Did. And I think right before was, you eviscerated right. his his sad depression. And voice. I I personally am the reason he quit mm -hmm. working with the Marvel universe. Yeah, you yeah. made it. Hell. I made him cry. So um, by calling him Josh over <laughs> Josh, and over. Hey, what again. up, Josh Whedon? <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> Are you related to Will Whedon? Stop it. So. Uh, I think he was the only choice at the time to make that movie. No, he's, and yes. the reason I'm going to say is because his expertise is ensemble casts. Mm -hmm. Look at Buffy. Look at Firefly. How do you not start with Firefly? How because do you not start Buffy's with Buffy's way better than Firefly. 
valid. Okay. Right. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, look valid. at Angel. Look at any of no. the dollhouse. Okay. <laughs> look at any of the stuff that he's done. And it's primarily a bunch of characters, well drawn out, strong fully characters. developed, strong characters. And you needed someone who can handle mm-hmm. bringing all those characters. Together. And let's not downplay the effect that I think they probably created the the best iteration of a cinematic comic book villain. Oh. That's in, at least it exists in the Marvel universe. Outside of maybe Doc Ock and Spider-Man Two, we're talking Loki. Yeah, Loki as the villain in yeah. Avengers is one of the best that's ever been done. Besides While, his Loki pokey stick, <laughs> Loki pokey. Hashtag, hashtag Loki pokey. Too many hashtags. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> too many hashtags. <laughs> hashtag more hashtags than you can have. <laughs> hashtag Josh Wheaton could manage these hashtags. <laughs> hashtag calligraphy. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How about you keep going? Hashtag continue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Loki, badass. So I will 100% support you. I think that is well earned on your list. And here's my number one. I'm ready for it. Please give it to me. Deadpool. No, I can't say it. <laughs> it <would. laughs> if not. people could see my face right now, I was just like, what? No. Although, that would be very fitting considering the character. <laughs> yeah. Just like pop in there and fuck up the whole thing. Which is why he's my number right. one on the list. Um, no, I, if we hadn't if we hadn't relegated it, this sure. to see, uh, phase one and two, Deadpool would be. But, number one, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think Captain America: Winter Soldier, and I'll put this out there, is the strongest standalone Marvel film that has ever been done. Now, one, if you take out my biased opinion, because I love the Russo brothers, everything from their work on Arrested Development, which is one of my favorite shows, to their work on Community, which is one of my favorite shows, to their work on You, Me, and Dupree, which is a movie, and not only was Captain America Winter Soldier an incredibly impressive, staunch upgrade from the first Captain America movie, which was, let's just be honest, not good. It actually delved into some of the heaviest themes that any Marvel has done and shook up things in a way that I don't think anybody expected from a sequel film that wasn't an Avengers ensemble. It wasn't a gigantic film. It was a sequel to a Captain America movie that destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, it eviscerated everything we thought we knew about how things were organized and structured. Like, to to do all of that and still make an amazingly fun action movie and deal with the themes of not fitting in, self-doubt, corruption, manipulation. DC stuff. Yeah. Earth stuff. (laughs) Yeah, real world stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's why it's number one for me. So I that's my outside of Deadpool was my favorite Marvel movie, especially from phase one and two. Captain America Winter Soldier. That's totally Lock, fair. Stock, Barrel, Bullet. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was well <laughs> I like that catchphrase too. Thank you. Lock, Lock stock, stock, barrel, bullet. bullet. In the face. So that's it. Those are my that's my top five. Alright, so replay your top five for me. Ant Man. Iron Man. Guardians of the Galaxy, man. <laughs> Avengers, man. And Captain America Winter Soldier, man. Man. <laughs> Those are my five. That's good. That's good. So, so now my top two. I need your top two. <clears throat> so my top two. It's a little weird. Okay. And I feel like my number two 
a lot of people are going to disagree with. Are you going to take a gross number two? Yeah. I'm going to just take a number two all over this podcast. All right. Ready? Here's my number two. Captain America, the first Avenger. That's a huge number two (laughs) that you just put on this list. What? Uh, Yeah. It is. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It is wrong. You're right. Uh, You can defend yourself if you're wrong. I will. Go back and watch the movie. And Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. No, no, hold on. I just did. No, you Still didn't. Still boring. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's not boring. Go back and watch it. I'm telling you, if that movie had... Uh, it has the same beats as Iron Man, in that you have this character that's introduced one way, he has extenuating events that cause him to change form, or can Tony Stark's case build a suit in, um, you know... Uh, in Johnny Storm's case? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it causes him to undergo the the program, the super soldier program. Be super sexy. Um, it's a really well done movie from beginning to end. The story is solid. The character introductions are solid. It brought Chris Evans into a role that I think he was born to play. He is Captain America. I will be on train Chris Evans with you. All right, hold now, on. I think he's a fantastic and perfect Captain America. Steve Rogers was written for him, I think, to play. Here's why I think it gets as much hate. People are not open to a period piece comic movie. I truly hold that to be fact. I think you're forgetting the cinema classic Your Royal Highness no, that's not a comic movie. Your Highness? Oh, oh, I thought you meant comic as in like funny. No, no, like a period piece comic book movie. Um, I think it gets a lot of hate. It's a good movie. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones kicks ass in that movie. Tommy Lee Jones is good. I like Tommy um, Lee Jones. I think it, Chris Evans is great in it. It set up Peggy Carter, which turned into a pretty awesome TV show that they've spun off into. Um, and it set the ground rules and the character beats for uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, which happens to be my number one film. Oh, you didn't even let me drum roll. Nope, I didn't. <laughs> you I just went right in. Roll right into you it. just snuck right in there. Because You're just, terrible like, on dates. just like Captain America, the first Avenger, it rolled right into Captain America <laughs> Winter Soldier. You have a weird hard-on for uh, Captain America for someone who, in just our last episode, took up such strong opposition to him. Yeah, let me tell you what originally was going to be my number two. Originally, my number two was going to be the first Iron Man. That's good. And it is it is really good. I like Iron Man 3 better than I like Iron Man. So that's why Iron Man 3 ended up on my list. But I'm telling you, I am... I, I beg... People out there listening to this, give Captain America a fighting chance. Don't just watch Guardians of the Galaxy instead. No. Watch Deadpool instead. I I saw Captain America in the theater, and it blew me away. I loved it. I loved... First off, it's Joe Johnson who directed it, who hasn't had the best track record. But he did one of my favorite movies, comic adaptations as well, in The Rocketeer. 
Well, I mean, the Rocketeer is, is awesome. Is great. And Captain America, the first Avenger, is basically the Rocketeer. <laughs> if, if it were called the Rocketeer and it got put out in 1986, I'd been way more on board with this Captain it was cool. America. I also like Hugo Weaving as the Red Skull. But the I Hugo thought he Weaving was awesome. is, the, is the quintessential villain. He's great as, as anything. If you want an ominous character, so that's what I'm saying. you get Hugo so Weaving. So other than you thought it was boring... You've agreed with everything I've said about this movie, but and that it was a good that movie. I thought it was boring. But what was boring <laughs> about it? Really? That. Nothing. It was a good. It had good action. It ended on a down, weird beat where the where Cap was frozen in ice, and it was just like, oh fuck. Okay, well, this is a real dour turn. I just I felt, and it was hard to do in a period piece, and I'll acknowledge that. But I felt like it didn't connect with the beats and the universe that had been established already. I felt like it tried too much to be its own thing. While I don't necessarily disagree that a period piece has a, has a, a place in comics, you know, I, I think almost every Marvel movie has embodied some element of a genre film. Sure. Like we talked with Ant-Man being a heist movie and, you know, Iron Man is just kind of a straight up redemption action movie. Um, you've got revenge movies, you've got, collaboration movies and i think you know a period piece movie is is fits it within that universe but for me i just can never connect with steve rogers i don't think they did enough post change to make me connect with him except for the bucky barnes thing which i don't think they handled well even even his uh his whole like awesome montage of him being pranced out in front of everybody <laughs> and the Captain America and socking Hitler in the face like you didn't think that that was enough to show that he was just like miserable being treated oh, as I thought this, that like... he was miserable I just didn't care that oh, that's sad. <laughs> I know but that's the thing is I thought his his entire humanity seemed to be based around Bucky and I don't think that was enough but here to defend one more time and then you know I'll get off my soapbox about it here's the deal much like Avengers earned its place for doing something that I didn't think could be done uh, Captain America did something very similar for me in that Captain America was a character that I never gave two shits about in yeah. the comics. I mean, he's ever. hard. He's hard to care and about. And I will say that it definitely brought Captain America to the forefront of me to see him as an equal with the other Avengers. Also, if you really think about it, I think that's where the MCU really started. The cosmic I mean, chronologically, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's where everything suddenly started to become this cohesive universe. Because everything that is currently in the MCU as we know it stems off of that, that, that movie, really. And a lot of the things that they put into motion, it really brought S.H.I.E.L.D. to the forefront. And you kind of learned about what's going on with that. It really brought, um, you know, the whole um, idea of the Tesseract and mm. otherworldly technologies coming into play. It brought Hydra into, yeah. the, into the game. And if and, it brings Bob from Hydra into the game, I'm going to be super happy. And let's be honest, we think and we feel and we hope and we want to cradle uh, its balls of Civil War may be the best Marvel, the best Marvel movie yet. And I think and it, it is a... God damn Captain America movie. <laughs> I don't care that it's a Captain America movie. Number Captain America Winter Soldier was my number one. I That's think fair. that movie is fantastic. And I have hey, nothing against the We character. didn't even pause to realize that we had the same number ones. Yeah, high, high five. five. Yeah. So, oh. awesome list. I'm going to roll back through mine, and then I think it's time to hear from those sponsors. I've got sponsors literally paging me Just in my 1993 pager that I keep right here on our, on our uh, recording desk. Uh, they're paging me over and over. They're I have like a Donald Trump-themed blueberry. 
That's weird. Yeah. Blackberry. <laughs> blueberries. Blackberry? Donald Trump blueberries. In uh, a jar. My, but, I, but I use them with my Blackberry phone. My list. Number five, Iron Man 3. Number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three, The Avengers. Wait, number, two. number three? You said number three twice. Did I? Yeah. You're number loser. five, Iron Man 3. <laughs> number four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number three, The Avengers. No, start over again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, two. Uh, number two number three. is Captain America, the first Avenger. And number one is Captain America, Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier. Which is badass. Badass. Um, so let's go to these sponsors. All right. Buzzards! Zip, zap, zow! It's your favorite G, Mikey PF. Well, I'm coming to you live from MTV HQ. With our grand news, we're rebranding ourselves from MTV because we don't show up no fucking music videos no more to TTV, television, television. <laughs> you know us from our shows like other things you watch, like television, on television, because this is television, television. It's just catfish 24-7 now. Television, television. Right now, we're going to watch some old guy watching television, our television, television. Oh, fuck, they already have a show like that. The People's Couch? That's bravo. It's people watching other shows. Not anymore. It's on television, television now. Oh, that's if right. If Freeform can do it, we can do it. Television, television. It's me, Dolph Lundgren. My newest adventure is Happy Time Fun Arcade. Dolph Lundgren's Happy Time Fun Arcade. Come, play games. It's fun. Little children love. You love. Everyone love. Come see. It's good. Have fun. <laughs> Do I love Dolph Lundgren's Happy Time Arcade. Instead of ski ball, there's... <laughs> what is happening? Is a boxer in a ski ball? He just got shot. <laughs> That's like ball. That hurt my hours. That hurt my no-no. <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> Why does Dolph Fungren have a shotgun? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Wasn't he in Expendables? Probably. Yeah, That's where yeah, I got yeah, it from. Okay, yeah, okay. He just shot the kid. Okay, yeah. Okay. Valid. So we're back. Bingery bong bang zoo. Yep. That's my new catchphrase. Is it? I liked it. Bingery dang zong. I liked what it. I, did. I mean, it's stupid. Don't have to do <laughs> I it forgot again. what I did already. <laughs> Bingery zing dong fum. <laughs> dong fum? Bingery zing remember, remember dong fun. <laughs> it starts with bingery. Yeah, something, sure. Bingery zoom dong. So fun. how about them sponsors? <laughs> They're so great. I love they, them. They're my favorites. They are good. What the fuck are we going to do now? We're going to play a goddamn game. I'm out. I quit. No, we always play a game now. This is my time. This is my time. That's fine. Let's do it. Well, we had Comic Switch was my time, but this is also my time. It's all our time. We love it. This is family time. So, this is goddamn game night. (laughs) (laughs) And you will act right. Quit texting your friends and your social acquaintances. 
You embarrassed me at the Elks Lodge, and your sister was crying the whole way home. We couldn't even stop at McDonald's. Was- I didn't get my McFlurry, <laughs> my Shamrock Shake, or my McRib. <laughs> <laughs> which are all only available sometimes, except for the McFlurry, which is available always. All the time. So, are you ready to play a game? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, this is a game that I've created that I hope everybody starts to play. Okay. It's called... I have two names. I don't really know. I said Origenesis. <laughs> okay. Or Origin Porridge. <laughs> I like Origenesis better. Okay. Origin Porridge it is. <laughs> so, the way we play this game is I have asked you to write down three names of fake crazy-ass superheroes. Yeah. And I have written down three names of fake crazy-ass superheroes. We do not know each other's crazy-ass superhero names. That is true. We're, I don't even know what this game is. <laughs> we're, what, the way the game works is I'm going to give you one of my superhero names, uh-huh. and you will have 30 seconds to create an origin story and the name of their first issue based solely off the name. Okay. And that's it. At the end of 30 seconds, if you have completed the task, great. If you have not, you lose a point. <laughs> All right. Damn, this is going to be hard. This is going to be fun. All I have right. a stopwatch on my computer. All right. So, this are you ready? This is number one. This is number one. Goes and then me. I'll do yours. All right, you've got to so, tell me. Open. I'm, uh, I'm, I haven't viewed it yet. Well, read it out loud, and right. then we'll start the timer. <laughs> the name is Flatu Lance. All right, and begin. 30 seconds. All right, so uh, this guy started out one time. He had a cosmic fart that hit him directly in the face. And he's from actually where? a gas cloud. Uh, it's a, it was uh, from Mars. It was a Mars gas cloud fart okay. that hit him in the face. He turned into a gas cloud himself. And uh, his first issue is Silent But Deadly. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah! yeah! Well done. Woo-hoo! I like it. I like it. That was good. Flat <laughs> uh, Lance. I like that. That's super funny. Thank you. Okay. Well done. All right. So here's... Give me yours. Here you go. The name of the superhero uh-huh. is... The Pretentious. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, the Pretentious, whose real name is Chad McGuire. McBerry was a Harvard honor roll student who, while one day innocently walking to class, got hit in the head with a radioactive douche, <laughs> turning him in to the pretentious. Uh-huh. And he just walks around and makes sarcastic comments, and his first episode is called, Really? <laughs> just with like a question mark yeah. at the end? Just like... With a wink, with a sad winky face. Emoji. <laughs> Got it. it probably has some some. What are those little symbols that are over letters sometimes? <laughs> An ague. Yeah, it has that. Just, to be, just to be like super. <laughs> There's the two dots over the A in Chad. <laughs> right, Chad exactly. McMary. <laughs> exactly. The pretentious. The pretentious. I like it. All, All right. Done. Yep. Number two. All right. Here we go. Let's get a point that round. <laughs> The Mod Squad. <laughs> I got it. All right. Okay. So, Mod Squad. Uh, they were a rogue group of color swatchers from a Home Depot. <laughs> and they, 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 one day they got uh, caught in a paint mixer. <laughs> and so now uh, they're the Mod Squad. Um, and they are super obsessed with that show, Mod. <laughs> and also the color Mauve. <laughs> Oh, it sounds like mod. And the first episode is uh, Your TV specials. Up. What was it? <laughs> TV specials. TV specials. <laughs> I was hoping that you wouldn't catch that you switched mod and mob. 
I was hoping you wouldn't catch that. But I did. Because I wasn't going to give you the point. And I worked it in. I was like, color swatch? What the fuck is he talking about? And then I was like, he thinks it's mauve. He thinks it's mauve. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. You, uh, you have to see this. 29 seconds, 0.89. <laughs> yes. TV specials. TV specials, and that counts. <laughs> yeah. That's <Woo>. awesome. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to reference B. Arthur, uh, who no. is Maud. Mod. <laughs> now, why do you think that? I know, but I didn't even – once I finally realized that it was Maud, I didn't have time to – I didn't have time to think of it. Can you compliment me on how genius the Maud squad That was real good. Thank you. <laughs> that was really, really oh, good. I'm just so humble. Uh, hashtag um, humble, not humble. <laughs> humble, most humble ever. And the superhero that I have to do is Stain Stopper. <laughs> yep. All right. Ready? Okay. Go. Gertrude McFingleson owned a <laughs> owned a, uh, a clothing shop, owned a dry cleaner on Fifth Avenue and McLean Street. I think that was one of our sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a um. One day, she got bitten by a radioactive silverfish and fell into the drying machine, right. and it turned her into the stain stopper, but all, all right. she can do is clean clothes really fast. All right. <laughs> and her first episode is called Blot Out. <laughs> Blot Out? All right. That's fair. <laughs> oh, 29 seconds, 46. That was... Ooh, we are cutting it <laughs> Gertrude, the, the heroess. Okay, the stain stopper. Call her by her proper name. Stain stopper. All right, here we go next. This is my last one, yeah? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. (laughs) Captain Heart Attack. (laughs) And begin. That's it. I had a heart attack. (laughs) You can't really do a running series (laughs) Captain Heart Attack. (laughs) First issue, death. R.I.P. <laughs> yep, that's it. First issue, last issue. I'll give you half a point for that. All right, that's fair. <laughs> give me your thing. Give you half a point. And my last superhero is Captain Hardtack. I like that. Still pregnant. No one's scared of him. That's it. It's because he's dead. <laughs> After his first his first attempt at stopping crime, <laughs> with his trusty sidekick Met Eric, he he actually didn't even come up with his name. That was just the name the newspaper gave him. After he died trying no, no, he's a real to stop crime, with his trusty sidekick Met Eric. <laughs> it's just a little no. it's just a little no. medic that runs no. around and roasts us and I'm not okay with that <laughs> that's awful yeah. no one reward that hashtag <laughs> matter okay my last one yep the microwave guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, microwave guy as you remember <laughs> yep is a he was a a, a homeless boy who fell into a radioactive microwave and it became his chest and he spends time in alleyways cooking alley cats because he thinks they're hilarious and so his <laughs> thinks the cats are hilarious and his first issue is called Megawatt <laughs> I'm going to give you no points that, and here's why that's not the plot of Microwave Guy and I cheated because he's already a character that we discussed on the last episode I know 
Remind yeah. me what he did, though. He hangs out at 7-Elevens and, and <laughs> freely right. heats people's burritos. But, but, that, but that was after And he actually reform. becomes a villain. <laughs> no, that was after his Oh, that's reform. right. That's right. I had it right the first then time as he microwaved points. stray animals in, <laughs> and, true. and alleys. And then he became to help. And then he got good. That's and then right. he became good because some <laughs> Spider-Man said, like, no. That's right. You get your point back. You get to, yeah, I win. You win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I win. I'll microwave guy. And, and no my one could ever think that this game was rigged considering you came up with it. And one. <laughs> uh, that's the thing, though. I do is like that, this game. Um, yeah, I know it's a fun that's game, fun. but anyone can play it. You just make up crazy. Here's what names. I would like. I think this is a perfect avenue for our Twitter. I think we should tweet out a superhero name, and people need to tweet back in 140 sh- characters. 140 characters and origin. All right, for the next week and a half, we'll do that. Yep, I, f- I think that is watch brilliant. on our I'd Twitter love and to answer. See it. Yep, answer it. We want to yep. see the funny ass weird shit you come up with. But that's it. That's the game. <laughs> And now that's that's oh, all. But that's, that's the end of the show. Yeah. So that's it. Like we're done now. And like, do you have like other? No, I got nothing. Superhero stuff. Like I've got this bobblehead um, Deadpool guy. I know what you need to do, and that's go watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I know my wife is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, so no, mad, no. You're like, let's get the let's get this fucking podcast over with. I don't even <laughs> like recording this podcast. That's I, like, I like, like Game <laughs> Exactly. I like Game of Thrones. I like Game. So that's fine. Abusive <laughs> Game Night at Game of Thrones. Um, Does that mean but, I need to leave? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, we can leave. Uh, people can follow us on Twitter and shit, like, at oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, the number five, the, number the podcast, five. and then on Facebook at High Five, the podcast, um, and then our website, com. shameless plugs. And also uh, our Instagram. Yeah. They can see pictures, sneak, sneak peekies. That's our, the, hey, uh, that's the Instagram that the world famous um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man the homecoming, homecoming. Not the homecoming, Spider-Man colon homecoming. Spider-Man, I don't, is that what it is? is yeah. Is it colon? Spider-Man Homecoming. All right, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Which we're going to get free tickets from because we we're, better. we're clearly well plugging uh, tw- Instagram right likes our Instagram. So yes. you should definitely like it because you'll de- be liked in comparison. Yep. A plus B equals Spider-Man. That's right. That's math. <laughs> Marvel math. <laughs> Marvel math. <laughs> a plus B, which is Angel Fire plus... Banshee. Banshee equals free Spider-Man <laughs> tickets for us. Math. Yep. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here. Psst. Hey, you. You made it to the end of the podcast. And guess what? There's a little something at the end of the credits. And for those of you that didn't make it, go five yourself. Welcome to the most wondrous fartatorium of Edgar Bibbles. Edgar Bibbles, you may have heard from his wondrous reputation as a world traveler in the United States farter. Very few times have people been allowed inside his wonderful fartatorium to enjoy the wondrous sounds of the <laughs> and also the <laughs> but don't forget about the <laughs> but also occasionally a <laughs> but sometimes a Oh, who did that? Who, who did that indeed? Perhaps you have shat yourself. <laughs> Mr. Edgar Bibbers did that, good sir. These farts taste like shit. Mr.
Mr. Bibbles. Excuse me, Mr. Bibbles indeed is a wondrous name that I am trying to uphold with a wondrous fartatorium. Come visit the wondrous fartatorium in the strip mall off I-95. You can only find tickets inside of bagged air. <laughs>